to the bumper. All right, let's see if I can do this right. Okay, anytime you're ready, go ahead and go. Bumper. Hey, it's Anish Majumdar from HelloAnish.com, and you are stumbling, swerving, and rocking towards transformation with Jeffrey Smith uh, and the Vroom Vroom Veer podcast. Wow. I'm going to go ahead and say that was uh, really well done. So we, we, should not, we should not use that one. It was just too good. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. I'm going to hit stop. I'll be right back. Are you ready to thoughtfully steer away from your revved up, frenzied, and far too often scripted life? Then welcome to Vroom Vroom Veer with Jeff Smith, where he guides you down the road differently traveled by sharing unique experiences with guests who have managed to shift away from a life stuck on cruise control and veered their way into a more authentic and fulfilling one in all sorts of interesting and kind of remarkable ways. Get ready to Vroom Vroom Veer with your differently traveled road chauffeur, Jeff Smith. Drexwell Seymour, thank you so much for being on Vroom Vroom Veer and welcome to the show. How's it going? You know, um, everything is going well. You know, it's, it's Friday. Um, right. I just celebrated my birthday two <laughs> oh, days ago. Oh, happy birthday. You know, so Good for you. Well. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. So you are Drexwell Seymour. I hope I'm saying that right. Your nickname could I be. I am. I am. Yes, you, you <laughs> pronounce it properly. Correctly. Excellent. Can I call you Drex? Is that is that a? Is oh, that... you know that's fine. That's what most people call me. Really? Yeah. Uh, that's a superhero <laughs> name, dude. That's awesome. Good for you. That the only it, Drax would have been better, but that's okay. Drex is pretty damn close. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you are at DrexwellSeymour.com. So talk a little bit about what you're most excited about over there at your business today. Okay, well, let me let me just say, okay, so my business is really um, accounting. I have an accounting firm, right? And I also, and I also, I have two businesses: accounting, and I do property management. Good but for the Drexel, you. The Drexel, the Drexel dot com is 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 uh is it's all the articles that I write. That's my that's ah, my gotcha. My, that's creative my outlook, right? Right. So I, I do that. You know, as as after I discover my 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 gift. Yes. So, yeah, so I'm excited about sharing um, that. Even though yeah. I, I have these jobs, my my excitement is is fulfilling my purpose, doing my my writing and www.draxosima.com and doing my YouTube channel. That's what that's what makes me excited, exciting, uh, because um, I'm inspiring, I'm influencing, I'm encouraging people. Yeah, and I, I I'm down with that mission too. So we're going to talk more about that. All about your story and your infor- infur- in sorry i can't say that word now today that's okay that's Infi- okay in sorry inferiority there we go i got it <laughs> you have to say inferior first and then add itty inferiority there you go complex right, right. so anyway um as we uh, do, we're going to tease a story later on, right? Not right now. We're going to talk about that story uh, that you teased to me that I've not heard, but it has okay. something to do about a pen pal. So you're down with yes. that. You're ready. It's, it's churning in your brain right now. But first, let's go back and talk about uh, your childhood. So you grew up in Turks and Caicos. So talk a little bit about what it was like growing up on a tropical island in a resort area. <laughs> oh, wow. You know, <laughs> so, well, Turks and Caicos is, 
um, is a group of islands. Okay. And so I, I grew up I grew up on one of the smallest islands called um, called South Caicos. Okay. Um, because you know, growing up, we we had a very good um, community involvement where you know we didn't have much to do, but whatever we did, it was fun. We, our neighbors, everybody, come to each other's house. We play softball. Yeah. We played marbles, um, different games. We yeah. didn't have TV um, growing up. But you weren't we missing anything. Game. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not, right? but I had way too much TV and yeah. I'm not better for it. I know a bunch of useless information, but go on. <laughs> and so that was life about we, we, we didn't have any, like my family didn't have any vehicles. So we, we walked to school. Okay. Um, but we were not bored. Um, we, we, we look out for each other. It was a very, very um, community oriented um, environment. I mean, growing up. Yeah, we made the best of what we had. So, was it like an urban environment or a more of a small town kind of environment? Oh, very, very small town. Okay, very, very so small town. small town. Gotcha. Yeah, mm-hmm. I grew up in a small town in Michigan, mm-hmm. and I played marbles. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I okay, definitely okay. played marbles. Marbles were that was a real thing when I was a kid. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know how old you are. I'm I'm going to turn fifty four in June. But, oh, I just turned 53, yeah. Okay, gotcha. So we're about the same age. So mm-hmm. yeah, marbles were sort of like currency for kids, <laughs> right? I yeah. Mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know, you, you got if you got like really cool looking marbles, like I didn't like playing for keeps because, you know, I didn't want to lose my marbles. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it, it, I, I, I read a little bit of, of your bio and I know that you ended up going to college really young. So let's, let's get into that. What was like your early school days and how did you end up going to college while you were so young? So, I mean, in the Turks and Caicos, right, we, right. we followed the, we followed the British system. Uh, we're oh, still okay. a British, we're still a British, um, um, territory, yeah, right. So most most people, you know, they finish um, their high school at age sixteen. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Um, and, then, okay. and then you could go like for two years and do A levels. But at that time, we didn't have A levels. Oh, but I finished. Okay. I finished when I was fifteen uh, because I I um, I went a year earlier, so I, I finished. Uh, gotcha. You know, and and so that's how I ended up. Um, and so that's why I ended up going to college at a very young age. Right. Uh, at age um, 16. Okay. Of course, going to college, of course, going to college, it, it, it seemed impossible because, you know, um, many people didn't go to college. Uh, right. From, my, from uh, Jefferson Caicos at that time, very few people. And of course, no one in my family ever went to college at that time. And so it, it looked impossible. And of course, we had this tourist family from Michigan, your place of birth wow um, that's yes, neat. <laughs> yes. he, he went to this college in ohio and 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 he left um some funds for the school and and he told them you know use some of these funds and 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 provide scholarships to the people to, to some students from turks and caicos and wow. that's how i ended up um going to college at age huh. 16 in ohio wow <laughs> 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're 16. That means you didn't have the Animal House adult version of a college experience, probably. 
No. 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 Yeah. <laughs> but that's probably a good thing. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think, yeah, it, it was. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So what did you study when you were in college? So when I went to college, I will tell you this, I first started doing education and accounting because I thought that maybe I'll return to Turks and Caicos and I'll be an accounting teacher because I really, I really thought, you know, that was my thing because okay. I love accounting and I thought I was going to be a teacher. Okay. And I just, what I did, um, I think after a semester or two, I reflect on it. I said, man, I'm not going to make a lot of money being a teacher. Oh, and so you're right. I decided <laughs> to, to just do accounting and business management. So that's what I studied. And, and then my master's, I did an MBA in finance. Wow. Oh, geez. So not only do you, so, okay. So let's, let me map this out in my brain here. So 16, 17, 18 you did a four-year degree, right? And you graduated the four-year degree probably when you were 19, 20, something like that? I graduated as 19 because what happened was um, <laughs> That's I, uh, I took summer classes. Wow. Okay. Um, so you're, so you're... I should have graduated. I should have graduated in, in perhaps, um, not perhaps, I should have graduated age 20. Right. But I, gradu- I graduated age 19 because I, I, I did full summer classes. Okay. You were just so, like, I, I don't want to screw around here. I just, yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Honestly, though, um, if I had to do it all again, I probably would not have taken summer classes. Okay. I probably should have more experience, you know, the four years of college. Right. Um, but <clears throat> I wanted to put every just rush everything through. You know, I, but it, I would encourage people, you know, not to speed up your process. Enjoy, enjoy your college life. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, so you re- yeah, maybe <laughs> you, you regret that a little bit. I mean, you know, you don't have I, a I time did. machine. I, yeah, I, I, I regret that a little bit because I, I, was I have a similar regret. Like, yeah, I, right. I, I was a little bit way too serious <laughs> when I was serious? your age. Yeah, I was a little. I, I mean, not always, but you know, on occasion, I was uh, uh, like acting like. Well, there's a bunch of like yahoos here that I'm hanging around with and I want to make sure they're okay. So I'm going to mm-hmm. I'm going to play the adult role and do the right thing. And yeah. you know, when you're like 16 that, you know, you don't you don't need to do that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe yes, like if if things get really really stupid and people mm-hmm. are going to get hurt, then yes, right? Then then by all means, step up and do the right thing. But mm. if you're just having fun, I mean, have fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll guess too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I went to a uh, rock concert, and it was like a three-hour drive away from home, and it was, um, wow. yeah, me and a bunch of kids, and, and then one of my dads let us drive his big uh, Suburban. It's kind of like mm-hmm. an old-style SUV. Mm-hmm. And uh, after the concert, we met up with like girls, and we brought them back to the room, and there and we had two rooms, and they were adjoining, and they stayed up all night and played cards with the girls, and you know had a good time. And I knew that I had to drive the next day, so mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. went to bed early. I I should have just stayed up and partied. <laughs> So that's what you regret. That's what I you do. Regret. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I regret that because I was mm-hmm. trying to be a responsible adult and I was far too young to do that. So, mm-hmm. you know, when you're 18, you can like sleep a couple hours and get up and, and be fine. You know, I can't do that now. <laughs> I could have done that. I know, that. right? Don't worry right? about it. <laughs> 
Okay. So, all right. Well, that's awesome. So you end up with uh, a master's degree two years later, I take it, in finance? A year and a half. A year and a half. A year that and sounds half. about right. So yep. I, I graduated um, I graduated December 1990. Wow. I was still 20. That's um, amazing. My birthday was going to be the following month. Yeah. Wow. Good for you. And congratulations. So, yeah. okay. So now you're in Ohio for all of that, right? I, yes, I was. Okay. So what part of Ohio are you in? So the first for my bachelor's, it was a small town called Wilmington College, Wilmington, okay. Ohio. Is that in northern then, Ohio or southern Ohio? Oh, uh, that part I don't know. I got, I got, <laughs> you don't remember? Okay. <laughs> and then I know for my master's, I did it in Oxford, Ohio. Okay. At a right. school called Miami University. Yeah, you know the only reason I ask is I just went to Cincinnati. So like, okay, it's not okay. It's not far from Dayton and Cincinnati. Not okay, gotcha. Me. Okay, so yeah. Dayton area. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, perfect. So like, uh, they say that like Ohio is sort of like two states because it's very close to the north south border. So Cincinnati is really close to Kentucky. So mm-hmm. it has a completely different vibe than Dayton and and you know the northern part. Mm. So anyway, that's it was on my but mind because I, I, I was I, just there. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I, I loved Ohio, and it, it's probably because that was the first place I've been. Yeah, I'm um, in the United States, you know. Sure. So I, I will always be like a second home for me. Right, right, and it's part of your childhood. Mm-hmm. That's like when I was uh, 18, I went to Japan. Oh, uh, yeah. My first okay. base in the Air Force was Japan. So Japan will oh. always be part of my childhood. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. And, you know, as it turns out, I married a Japanese woman. So that meant that it's it's my other country now. So. Oh, wow. That, you're, definitely, right. you're definitely connected. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it's awesome. So, yeah. OK. So you uh, where did you end up getting a job then after you graduated? Did you go back to Turkey? So I returned Caicos? home. OK, great. Yes, I returned home in early 91. Okay. Um, I think February, March. And then I started working for an accounting firm. It was called Cooper's Library. Okay. It's an international firm. It's now called Price Waterhouse Coopers, I think. Okay. It was called. I stayed there for two years. And then I went and worked with KPMG as another international accounting firm. Okay. And that was for a couple of years. In fact, I met my wife on my job at, at KPMG. So you you married another accountant? Is that, is that what happened? Actually, she was not the accountant. You know, she was the secretary at. Ah, uh, uh, okay. At the, that's yeah. good. You can only have one accountant in an, in, a, in a relationship. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> My wife is the accountant. Not really. Not by trade, but by by duty. So right. she does the checkbook and the balancing and and all those like bookkeeping and she. Like does the credit card statements and all that okay. stuff. Yeah. And I'm in I'm the investor guy. Okay. So she's the one that managed the finances. Yes. And okay. then when she has extra money, she gives it to me and I invest it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm my wife and I are like, we have your duties split in half, right? Mm-hmm. So she's the accountant and I'm the finance guy. <laughs> okay. Okay. One one manager, one spent. On yes. Oh, well, invest, not spend. Invest, yeah. You invest. could. You, you could. Yeah. She's in charge of spending too. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody got to be in charge, right? That's right. That's right. It's shared duties. 
Okay. So, all right. So then at, at some point you start a business and now I just want to get like, where are you living in the world now? Are you back in, back home or are you back in the States? No, I'm in Turks and Caicos. I, I never left um, when I, except for a period of about a year and a half when I was on a secondment working with KPMG in, in, in Ottawa, Canada. Oh, nice. All, Ottawa. I spent um, everything, all my other years. After leaving the United States for college and my master's, I, I, I was in Turks and Caicos. Excellent. So I, I'm in Turks and Caicos. Excellent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now now that I've, I've heard Turks and Caicos, I need to visit. It's yes, just... you should. <laughs> <laughs> just let me know. Just let me know and I'll make arrangements for you. It just seems so amazing. I mean, yeah. yeah. It is. Yeah. And, it, and it's, uh, I guess, it's like part of the Caribbean, right? You would call that part of the Caribbean? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. We're right below Florida. We, we, you have, you know, Florida, and you got the Bahamas, and below the Bahamas, right, is right. And yeah. it's still British. So if you go, it's there, still British. Okay, it's gotcha. Still, yes. Okay. So, like, a, a, as far as like other vacation spots, is this like high end, low end, right in the middle? Is it like less expensive, more expensive? I, I, you don't, you, you don't know, do you? Because you live there. <laughs> well, no, I know. It's, it's really, it's really, it's, it's high end. Is it really? Oh, bummer. It's high end. <laughs> it's yes. hard to convince my wife to go to high end places. Yeah, it, but even though it's high end, mm-hmm. you can still find um, deals, some, some low to mid, mid um, prices. Okay, good. Um, for accommodation, but, right, but right. Of course, everything else, the restaurants may be high end, but but uh, uh, it's yeah, high end. Yeah. But but there's still. The majority is high end, but that doesn't mean that you can't find anything at low. Right, back. you can backpack it if you choose to. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's what I need to know. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, my wife and I like to, to do travel. Love traveling, but we don't want to be. We want to be on the budget. We want to be on the. Of course. Uh, yeah. Of course. Go grocery shopping and take it to the hotel. <laughs> well, a lot of people. I mean, a lot of people grocery shop and. Excellent. Because yeah, most yeah. of the hotels here are condos. Oh, nice. So, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's not like a typical hotel room. It's it's a condominium. Right, right. Okay. Well, that's that's awesome. Yeah. So maybe we could get like a, an Airbnb or <clears throat> some other kind of vacation rental. Yeah, that'd be yeah, great. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Just All right. let me know because I also, I also, I mean, one of my business is property management. Oh, wow. So I also, I also manage, um, some units at a, at a resort. So you can oh, always wow. let me know. Yeah. Okay. Now I have yeah. an inn in Turks and yes. Caicos. <laughs> yes. <laughs> My friend Drex in Turks you and Caicos. Ah, well, if you ever want to come to Vegas, let me know. There's an For extra sure. bedroom. You know, you got a free place to stay. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you can stay in my house. I don't have a a, a, a rental, but you know yeah. that that but room's not Vegas. doing anything. I, I, yeah, I yeah. love Vegas. I've been there about two or three times. I love Vegas. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. I mean, yeah. we just went to yet another Cirque show, and it was really good. Mm. Um, it was called Mad Apple, and we went on our mm. anniversary. Mad Apple. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So Mad Apple, it's much smaller show. You know, like the most Cirque du Soleil shows are really big, you know, gigantic and people flying everywhere. Right. This is sort of like a small version and it's mostly singing and jokes. And there was only like a couple of people flying around. So, you know, so as far as like, I think how much is this show going to cost them to produce much smaller budget, but really good show. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. No, that's good to know. That's yeah, good yeah. To know. it's a really good show. Uh, okay, so let's get into this. Before we get into the uh, low self-esteem stuff, let's talk. That let's do this story about how you found this pen pal because that sounds intriguing oh. to me. <laughs> oh, oh, so so there was a program uh, when I was growing up because I say we didn't have much entertainment, but it was a radio show called Uncle Charlie's. Okay. And in fact, I think he was based in Michigan actually, and so hmm. everybody's listened to Uncle Charlie, and and so he had a he had a uh, 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 platform whereby you could, you know, get pen pals. And of course, I wanted pen pals in America. Okay. And 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 I felt, you know, so I wrote this girl, you know, and I felt, you know, that she might not accept me as a pen pal. So what I did, I I sent a picture of my brother, who I think is better looking than me. <laughs> and then I and then I and then I I lied about my age. You and, said you were and, older. I said I was older, and then I was very embarrassed because she came back and said, how could you say you, uh, I think I probably was about 10 at that time. She said, how could you say you were 10, but you were born, how could you say you were 18, but you were born in 1970? <laughs> so that was very, very embarrassing to me. But, you know, I got caught. I got caught. I wasn't even thinking. I just, I told the truth about my, my year of birth, but right. I lied about how old I was. Right. Yeah, that's that's pretty awesome. Yeah, good for you. Yeah. I, I I think like uh, uh, being a young person, you know, one of the first things that you don't, I, I that I guess yeah, one of the toughest lessons to learn is how to lie well. It's tricky. <laughs> I know, but you gotta. It's, you gotta it's keep, really you gotta really cover. tricky. I know, but the thing about it, you got to cover one lie with another lie. I know. Sometimes you, you I might know. forget what you lie about. So right, that it's best me a lesson. It, it's best not to lie, just because yes. it's 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 Tell so it's so hard. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that taught me a lesson. <laughs> and if you're gonna lie, you know, um, try to keep it simple. I think mm-hmm. is and avoid it at all costs. Like yeah, if you can get away with something, it, yeah. If you can get away with something without having to come up with a lie, it's way better. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Because you know what? The truth always comes up. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Okay. So let's get into this. So you decided to open up and start blogging about like all these different low self-esteem sort of issues. So let's just walk through those a little bit. So. Yeah. So when did you decide to start uh, doing this blog that you're doing at your website? Probably about five years ago. <clears throat> okay. That, that, that was, I think, five years ago is the time when I was able to overcome it. Oh, wow. And so, okay. And so I started blogging about it. And then I also end up writing a book about it, um, part, of, part of it in, in the book. Okay. Um, in 2021 is when I wrote the book. Oh, wow. Okay. So you wrote a whole book about this. I wrote a whole book. Yeah. What's the name of the book? You have to tell it's me. Called, it's called Rise Up and, and Take Your Position. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. We, we will definitely link to that in yeah. your show notes. It's on Amazon. The show yeah. notes. Okay. How's it doing on Amazon? Pretty good? Eh? It's, it's going well so far. Okay. I mean, I, I mean, I wish I could do better, but it requires me to do some marketing. But so far, it's, it's doing well. You're doing yeah. marketing right now. So see, you're working. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. Yes. Yes. 
That's why I get to talk to you for free. You're doing marketing. Yes. yes. <laughs> so yeah, we yeah, will definitely link to that in the show notes. So, but let's get into this. So when did you start feeling these feelings? You know, you like know, right away I, or your whole life? I think for the time I probably was, for the time I probably was about five or six. I just didn't know what it was. Um, right. Because what happened was I grew up in a in a society um, where if you're very, very dark skin, mm. there's, there's, even though it's a black society. Wow. But I grew up in a society with very dark skin. And I think that's common really among black people. Interesting. Um, well, yeah, I've heard this before. Are. Okay, yes, yeah. I've heard this before. So, like, They're darker, negative. bad, lighter, right. good. Right. And okay. Negative. Interesting. Yeah, negative connotations. Right. Um, about being dark skin, and so I'm, I'm very dark, as you right. can see. Right. Right. And and so, so I, I was so people just call me black, and and then they call me ugly, and so all of that, um, and I and all that made me feel um, insignificant. And then I, and as a result, that's how the inferiority complex um, came about. And of course, as I say, I didn't know it was inferiority complex, but I know I didn't like. You I just like kind of like believed it because you didn't know any yeah. better, almost, right? Right. Okay. And I didn't like the color of my skin. Mm. I didn't like how I look. It's because of what people said, and I wanted to be light skin because my brother's light skin. That's why I even <clears> sent a picture of my brother oh, wow. to, to the pampel. Wow. Oh, she's not look at me, and she's not gonna like me. That's, and, that's, and, that's uh, like, that's like a double whammy there. I mean, it would yeah. be different. Like if everybody in your family is the same, at least you've got like commiseration, <laughs> right? Yeah. But you're comparing yeah. your, your sibling to you and going, Oh, I'm a piece of shit. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> and, and, Absolutely. and you're on fire. yeah. And Wow. I mean, I thought that, but I just, it was only just because my brother was bigger than me and he picked on me all the time. Oh, (laughs) was your brother bigger than you? And did he pick on you all the time? That's a pretty pick on me, but he, but he was big. He was big. I'm the last child. Um, but he, he was bigger than me. So, Mm. right. But he never picked on me. Yeah. But of course, nice. How how many, how many years between you and your big brother? So my brother is seven years older than me, actually. Ah, yeah. It's too many years. To, that would just, it, it's not fair. You know, you can't yeah. pick on somebody that much smaller than you. Uh, my okay, brother was okay. only three years older than me, so I'm fair game. Got it. <laughs> got it. Got it. <laughs> There's rules, right? There's, <laughs> apparently. That's, that's right. That's right. App- apparently there are rules. Um, yeah. So I, I think we all go through that. Um, uh, uh, you know, and it changes as you get older, but it all starts in childhood that like, I'm not enough kind of feeling right. Yeah, or it, there's know, something wrong with me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But you're right. But it didn't change for me. I just live you, all my life. You maybe. believed it. Right. I believed it. Right. I believed it. And that's why it's important. You know, I, I had this, I was speaking to this guy one day, um, he's a medical doctor and he was, you know, but he's also like a counselor. Okay. And he's saying anything that happens in your childhood, I think before you reach 12, I think he said, it will impact you for the rest of your life. And, it, it's and true. I believe it will impact me yeah. for the rest of my life until a couple of years ago when I was able to overcome it. Yeah, you know? yeah. I had uh, uh, another guest on my podcast, and she was a PhD in like brain chemistry. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. Uh, so this this idea that like, Everything, all of your experiences when you're 
pre-puberty, right? So before you turn 12 or 13, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. All of your experiences get locked in, uh, in these circuits that get like Mm -hmm. extra super highway kind of speed on them. Right. Right. Yeah. They, she called them myelated circuits. So they get like, there's these neural pathways with extra layers of fat. So that like, you know, your childhood trauma is literally hardwired into your brain. <laughs> I believe that. It Based happens to everyone. It happens to everyone. That. Yes. So whenever you hear about anyone that is talking about trauma, you know, in their past, a lot of it that, you know, it's true that it all you know, what happened to you, what caused you pain, trauma, fear when you were, you know, prepubescent and a little bit in puberty too. Yeah. So when I heard that, I was like, oh, this is actually science knows this already. <laughs> I think <laughs> this, it is. It is. It's totally mm-hmm. true. Yeah. yeah. And it happens to everybody. Now, some people obviously get more bad programming, you know? Like, and, and it's just easier to believe when it happens when you're young. So, yeah. So let's talk about how this sort of like, I know you had this overall, overall arching sort of like inferiority. Hey, I said it complex, right? But there's mm-hmm. what, what does it feel like? How did you, how did that come through for you? How did you experience it? Well, I, okay. For example, I, I was afraid to, to be in the public, I didn't <clears throat> want anybody to see me. Oh wow! Um, I okay, try to, just really shy. Know, I, yeah, I try to stay to myself. I try to avoid. I just try to avoid being um, in public. And then at one point, I even, you know, was tempted to even um, use bleaching cream. They have this bleaching cream to, wow. to lighten your complexion. Wow! And and so, so the feeling was the feeling was very horrible. Mm. You know, you don't love yourself. You know, right, right. You just think there's something wrong with you. Yeah, you feel right. like you feel like you're a mistake. You know, you came into this world. It's like, right, right. Man, it was a mistake. You know, yikes. And and you always felt that people are better than you, so you try to, you know, fit in with people. So you try to kiss up to people. Okay, know, kiss right, up right. To people and stuff like that. Right. Okay. And so that's 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 how the experiences um, I went through. Okay. And then there was a lot of like, <clears throat> so how did, yeah, let's get into the, how did you overcome this? You know, it took me a very long, long time. It's, it's, it's Was there professional help time. involved? You know, I didn't get any professional help, you know. Okay. I, I think um, it's several things. I mean, one is I, I um, my relationship with God, I, that made a That's difference. That's good, yeah. Um, and of course, um, my wife, who I think is a beautiful lady, um, inside and out, she was part of the one of the primary um, factors that caused me to over- overcome because she keep reminding me, you know, not to be bothered by what people say. Right. That I am not ugly and it's okay if I'm dark skinned. So keep, you know, even though I've been married for, for many, many years, mm. and then it, it just finally, you know, hit, you know, it finally just came off a light bulb in my head, and I say, yeah, you know what. She is right. She is right. So those were the two main factors that caused me to to overcome it. Huh. Did you do any like reading on the subject or anything? Or? I didn't. You I didn't. didn't do wow. No. Lots of prayer anything. though. Were yes. there other people telling you that 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 
dark skin, light skin thing was bullshit? <laughs> did the dad? No, because they didn't no. know. Nobody knew. Oh, nobody knew. Here. Okay. Yeah, I never, I never discussed it. My family didn't even know about it. Nobody wow. knew. Okay. Yeah. So that yeah. you would just more or less absorb that idea through the culture because everybody knew that was true, right? And you just believed it. I did. Okay. Yes. I believed it. And basically, your wife convinced you that was bullshit. <laughs> yes. Yes, she did. She did. Wow. Well, you got to keep her. <laughs> yeah, and I never, because I, I never told her. Of course, I never <laughs> told about it until a couple years later. Because even when we, when we met, she didn't know what I was going through. But right. eventually told her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> That's awesome. You know, I, I think I went through my version of that, too. Mine was a lot different, though. Mm-hmm. It was y- yours was very, you know, I, I would say clear and precise. You know, you, you had this mm-hmm. little um, not good, you know, you were just born that way. There's something wrong about you. I had a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. Um, my parents always told me that I was an accident. Really? It, well, you know, not like, yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. I mean, but when they. You wasn't planned. You wasn't I planned. wasn't planned. Right. Wasn't so planned. when you hear that as a kid, though, right. You think I'm an accident. Another way of saying an accident is a mistake. Like mm-hmm. we didn't mm-hmm. really want you, <laughs> right? I think yeah, they, I yeah, they they were trying to say it as you were in a happy accident. Like a whoops, there's Jeff, yeah. right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Right, right. But I took it the wrong way, uh, mm-hmm. and I think it's it's easy to do. You know, um, the other thing is. I think I had a lot of like uh, big brother issues and, you know, I more or less uh, mine kind of like spun out of control and I got suicidal when I was in my 20s. So it sort of manifested into depression. So it got really scary for a while. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I think probably through the grace of God, I lived Mm -hmm. (laughs) through a, uh, a suicide attempt. And that got me off of that spot to find, mm-hmm. you know, a, a, a deeper truth about, mm-hmm. you know, God and then like what he wants us to do, you know? Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit about how like your faith helped you like get over this, this concept or this complex. Yeah. Oh, sure. So, um, I think even though I used to be questioning God, about, you should. Um, yeah, why I'm going <laughs> God to gave this. you intelligence. You should question everything. That's, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but then when I started focusing on, 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 on the scripture, you know, saying that all of us are equal, nobody, you know, right. I can't remember the exact scripture, right. but he created all, all of us uh, and we all equal. I think that's when um, that sort of developed that's what you started you feet. started buying that like believing yes. that more than the other yes. story yeah right okay right and so that's that's what um because you know anything I need I say it got to be in the Bible and and so and so when I found that I think that that was part of the main part of my relationship with God mm. that allowed me to to overcome it yeah knowing that he created me knowing that you know he does just make like you me. are right yes. right Yes. And then there was another scripture that says, you know, he, I think it's Jeremiah, he knew you before you formed your mother's womb. Right. So obviously he had plans for you, plans yes. to prosper, no plans to harm you. 
Right, so right. Those, two, those two elements of the scripture uh, were the propelling areas and in terms of my faith to allow me to, to overcome inferiority complex. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And then that, you know, I just, uh, I heard a guy on a podcast. Now I can't remember his name, but I'll remember it in a sec. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, something Shapiro. Anyway, there's this fa- famous Ben Shapiro. He was mm-hmm. on a podcast that I listened to and I can't remember which one off the top of my head right now. Um, oh, Lex Friedman. So Lex Friedman was talking to Ben Shapiro. So I would mm-hmm. I would never know who Ben Shapiro is. He's a Jewish man and a big, uh, uh, I guess, commentator in the conservative space. Um, so like um, staunchly Jewish, staunchly conservative. Now, I'm not mm-hmm. on that channel <laughs> usually, but he mm-hmm. crossed channels and he came over to mm-hmm. my channel and I really love the guy. Because, yeah, yeah. And he said something that I hadn't heard, I think, put together in a way, Mm -hmm. where he was like, if you go through Jewish traditional training and school Mm -hmm. in the Hebrew kind of thing, they'll tell you that God favors people, blesses them in all ways when Mm -hmm. they agree to fulfill traditional roles. That God approves of. So, like, be a good father. Mm. It sounds pretty easy. God wants you to do that, <laughs> right? Yes, everybody. He does. Yeah, yes. He does. Be a good husband. Mm-hmm. Be a good mother. Be a good employee. Right. Yes. Whatever you sign up and say, I will do this. Yeah. Be do, do that well. <laughs> yeah, do, do it well. Do that That's well. It. With your heart. Now, it's not like you're not going to not make mistakes. He doesn't expect perfection. No. But uh, when he said that, I was like, wow, it's so simple when you say it like that. Find a traditional role and do it well. And then I realized through my whole, you know, backstory, like when I signed up and said, I'm going to marry you, I took that commitment very seriously, (laughs) you know, and I feel blessed now. And I think those blessings are part of, you know, that deal with God that I made when I made that covenant. Awesome. Yeah, right. Doesn't that sound? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It does make <laughs> a lot of sense. Is it, does that echo in your life, like when you take on a, 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 a traditional role and and God's on your side and mm-hmm. you feel those blessings, right? Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah. I do. Right. Right. Yeah. You know. You look around absolutely. and. Every time I talk to someone else that is maybe a little less fortunate than me, and I, and I say, you know, I don't know how I ended up with, like, everything I have now, right? Like a comfortable, mm-hmm. I can retire mm-hmm. now. I don't have to work anymore, right? Mm-hmm. That's not, I didn't do that. <laughs> I, did not, I did not yeah. do that, right? I You're did, right. You're right. <laughs> I signed mm-hmm. up and said yes. And then I did the mm-hmm. thing that I said I would do. Mm-hmm. Everything else isn't me, right? Mm-hmm. I could go on and on and on about all the ways I got lucky so many times. Not really luck. <laughs> yeah. You're right. I, 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 I endorse what you're saying, absolutely. 100% I endorse what you're saying. Right? Yes. So, so talk a little bit about how you think maybe 
honoring these traditional roles has helped you be prosperous in life? Just because I think more people talking about that and saying it, right? And counting their blessings and, you know, taking their peace saying, hey, I wanted to be a financial advisor. I wanted Mm -hmm. to be uh, an accountant. I wanted to be a business owner. I took that on and then I did it. Right. Mm-hmm. But all the blessings aren't me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Did that happen to you? Yeah. So, of course, yes, very much. So, you know, one, another thing that I, that God, you know, wants is, which is in the Bible to be good steward. And yes. so yes. be a good steward. I think you have to, to do your best. Yes. Um, in everything that you, and that you do. And, and, you know, and then the thing about it too, a lot of times, you know, we, we make these things and say, man, when I get this or when I get that, I'm going to be, do better. But, <laughs> yes, know, in, right. In the, you know, in, in, the, in, the, in the Bible, it says, you know, he's going to give you these small things. Right. And, and if you do well these small things, you'll be able to do well in, in, in bigger things. And so that's why it's best to do your best in everything you do. And then your Amen. best things will come because you are doing your best rather than, you know, not doing your best at all. And so it definitely, right. I mean, um, it relates to me. So whatever I do, um, I try to do my my best. I don't take it for granted. I, I, I try to mm. do my best uh, because I, I believe that whatever I come into with is not a coincidence. And so right. I want to do my best with it. I don't want to lose what I have Right. and do my best with it. Amen. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You just said something there that like it resonated with me, right? It's like, um, oh, I'll do better or I'll be okay or everything will be awesome when I blah, 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 right? Insert whatever Mm -hmm. here. Like, oh, Mm -hmm. when I get a Tesla, then I'll have made it or something like that, right? I've I've learned that that is not true. (laughs) (laughs) That getting a Tesla... Now, you can get a Tesla. Nothing wrong with getting a Tesla. If you've earned a Tesla and you want a Tesla, you can afford a Tesla. Enjoy that Tesla. That's not what I'm talking about. That's a healthy way of getting a Tesla. What I'm saying is that Tesla is not going to change your life and it's not going to make you a better person. <laughs> yeah, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mm-hmm. Right, right. I think you you were sort of like saying, saying something close to that as like mm-hmm. <clears throat> if uh, – I'll be, everything will be okay when, you know, I get this job Mm -hmm. or I marry this person or whatever. No, it's Mm -hmm. not. Everything's already okay. Right. Yes. Absolutely. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So let's talk a little bit about finding your purpose and then, Mm -hmm. and then being cool with that. So how did that kind of story play out for you? You know, that's, it's a very, that's a very good, um, conversation about finding a purpose and yeah. I know a lot of people think well you know they don't have a purpose right but what I what I found that um, we have to be very careful sometimes too for example you may be running away from something and and you feel that's not your purpose because you feel and the reason you're running away from it is because you are afraid uh, of failure for example I, I ran away from writing I just hated writing okay. I avoided I avoided writing classes in in in, um, in hmm. elementary school. I avoided writing classes in in secondary, and I avoided writing classes in in college. Okay, and and not knowing it that it was part of my my purpose late, until late in life. Interesting. And so, I want people to realize, you know, the, the, 
don't run away from things. Sometimes it may be that same thing that you supposed to be running to. And and then mm. and another thing too is that it may be times you every night you go to bed you you're thinking about this thing, uh, you know how you want to impact people's lives or make a difference. You just keep thinking about it. And if you're so passionate about something and you keep thinking about something, somehow you are you are on the road to um, discovering um, your 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 purpose, and that's. That's how I was able to discover my purpose, I, I, which is to, you know, to influence, which is to encourage, and which is to inspire people. And I do it through my writing. And 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 it, it took me a while, but I realized now what it is. That's amazing. Good for you. So how, uh, there's another question hidden in that question. <laughs> okay, sure, sure. Because mm-hmm. I don't like writing either. Mm. But I didn't. I didn't run away from it. Does that make sense? I understand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So I wrote a lot. <laughs> even though you didn't. Even though you didn't like it. I didn't. I wouldn't say yeah. I didn't like it, but um, I did write a lot. What I what I found was I would rather talk. Mm. Right. So instead of blog podcast. Now, you know, does that mean like? It, I'm running away from my purpose because I don't I don't want to write. I don't think so because I didn't run away from it. I went through writing. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Does that make sense? Does yes, that, it does. Yeah, it I, does. I didn't avoid it. So anything that you think you might want to do and you avoid or, or run away from, right? And, mm-hmm. and for whatever reason, you know, I don't know why you were running away. Maybe you know now. Maybe you don't. But for the longest time, I was. Writing, writing for the wrong reason, right? Mm-hmm. I was just trying to blog to make money, okay? So mm-hmm. my heart wasn't in the right place, right? I wasn't really yes. blogging to share what I wanted, like, value. I was just like, well, if you write enough, maybe people will just randomly pay you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I understand. I yeah. Understand. So when your heart's not in the right place, I think you've missed some point, right, of what you're doing. That's yeah. what I did. Right. Yes. So when yes. I let that go, right, like, oh, you know, I don't think I'm going to blog and have people give me money, <clears throat> but I could talk. Like if I just could have a podcast and talk to people, mm. you don't have to pay me to do that. That's something I would do for free because it's really yes. fun and yes. I love it. And, you know, is it my purpose? I think it's part of my purpose, mm-hmm. right, of an overall, you know. Yes. Being Jeff and being cool with God Mm -hmm. um, and just, you know, showing people, like I said in the beginning, it's like people don't talk about feeling afraid or low Mm self-esteem or feeling inferior to others. They don't post that on Snapchat, right? So Mm -hmm. that's part of the, you and I, our purpose is to let people know that, I'm I'm thinking if you are a breathing human being, you have these feelings. Yeah. I think they're universal. Everybody has these yes. to a later, yes. greater or lesser degree. They just don't talk about it. Yeah. So that's You're absolutely right. That's why we're people, here. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people <laughs> want to talk about it. Right. And so some people think, you know, that they they are different because they're not hearing other people talk about it. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. 
So the other thing that uh, as we wrap up, we're getting, this has been going really fast. So we're getting close to the end already. But uh, let's talk about this. You've got this nice thing about how do you settle on on a purpose and be happy with settling? Because I know that's that's a key. Like people, in, especially in the United States, think settling is quitting or, mm-hmm. or you know, doing a layup or taking the easy road, right? Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. you have a different opinion about that. <laughs> yes, yes, I, I, I do. Okay, great. So, I mean, even for settling with something, I mean, the thing is, if you find yourself, for example, with me, um, if, you, if you find yourself, though, waking up in the mornings, not enjoying what you, you do, then that's a, that's a red flag. Right. But if you feel that you'll discover what you were called to do, you know, you, nobody's going to have to force you to do it. Um, you're going to do it at your own free will. You're going to be excited about it. You're going to be excited about waking up to another day. And, and, and even though sometimes you may face obstacles in, in the process, it doesn't, you, should, you shouldn't quit. Right. Because you know this is what you were you were called to, and 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 we will always we will always have obstacles. You might even fail at what you're doing, but that doesn't mean that was that was that was not what you're called for, right? And and as I mentioned in the book, you know, failures are, are opportunities. So so you have to know deeper than is this is what you're called for, based on how you feel about it, um, the the excitement, the the passion, um, just trying to like waking up you can't well you can't wait to get up the next day to do what you got to do right. and so that's when you as considered to me settling but but it doesn't you don't you don't you don't quit or you don't end up all you have to do is try and embrace it enhancing it by, mm. by doing a lot of research in the area and keep doing more and more mm. until you become very good in what you do yeah <clears throat> i agree with all of that for sure thanks uh, yeah yeah i i, I like that that um, once you've found that, like this podcast is uh, this for me is, you know, again, this fun thing that I get to do. Yes. It's got zero pressure on it. Right. Mm-hmm. And I do it for the joy of it. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. You know what you mean. And, you know, I, I don't it actually costs me money. I pay to do this. This is my, uh, you know, you could say I'm gifting the, this value to the world because I pay for all the bills. Right. And I'm happy to do it. I, know what you mean. <laughs> I do the same thing. I, I have a YouTube channel. Yeah. The same it costs thing, you, you money know? and you're happy to yeah. give that money. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So and that's I also pay someone to do the video for me, you know. So, right. So yeah. another another thing is, is like, I think I, I avoided having a purpose just that phrase bothered me because mm-hmm. it made me feel like, I don't know, help me find the word, um, a tool or a machine or, oh. you, know, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. So I don't really have free will if I have this purpose, mm-hmm. right? That's not, I, I, I've, I've come around when that Ben Shapiro talked about how God just wants us to play these traditional roles and mm-hmm. he blesses people that, commit and make a covenant, you know, or deal, you know, with him, that's all, that all works. I mean, just do it. (laughs) 
if you're yes. if you're doubting, just do it, just do it and see how it just works out. It. <laughs> exactly. Yes. You know, and I'm Take telling you, it, it'll work out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just do it. Um, yeah. So the other thing is, is um, I don't know about you where you're at with your money, but I think about 2014, I found this movement called uh, Financial Independence Retire Early. FIRE mm-hmm. for short. And independence. Okay, I have to check yeah, that out. It's um, but it's it's all about like, you know, you can do it any way you want. So my flavor is different, but like if you're a young person, the idea is is you know, live frugally, right? Save a lot of money, and then figure out how much you can live on in a year, right? So your mm-hmm. annual expenses, right? Mm-hmm. So that can be a big number or it can be a small number. It doesn't really matter as long Mm -hmm. as you can live within those means. That's your number. And then you times Mm -hmm. that by 25. And once you have 25X of your annual expenditures, right? Once you have that 25X number in a diversified portfolio, (laughs) (laughs) that, and then you only withdraw like somewhere something less than 4% a year, that should last you for the rest of your life. So technically, that is the math version of how much is okay. enough money. <laughs> okay. Now, you need I other, like I, I, you need I, other I, things. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So when I found that, that was my sort of like, oh, wow, okay. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I figured that out, and I realized that was closer than I thought. So in the last couple of years, I realized I was there. Yay. <laughs> that is awesome. Congrats. It is. Congrats. Thank you. It is amazing. Yes. So, so if I asked you how much is enough, uh, what, how, what does your answer look like? I mean, is that a money question or is that like a more spiritual question for you? Um, that's a good question. Actually. I think, um, because I know a lot of people, even when it comes to money, it's like, it appears that the more money you have, the more you want to get. That's how it appears for some individuals. Right. But for me, enough is when I feel that, I believe that people should establish goals. Mm. Right? Right. Realistic goals. Yeah, yeah. And I believe if you reach those goals, wherever your goals are, I think that should be your enough, your enough thing. Right. Uh, right. It's, it's just some people reach their goals and they still go beyond it. I mean, if they want to, that's fine. But I believe you should establish goals, and when you reach your goals, I right. think that's when you say enough is enough. Right. There's nothing nothing wrong with having a new goal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if no, you want to. Right. Yeah. But I think yeah. like I, I think some billionaires just can never have enough money. Oh, that's and, not the period. Yeah, and that can be a good thing, and it can be a mm-hmm. bad thing. I think like yeah. if you have some sort of mission. And, you know, that mission requires billions of dollars and it's all good for humanity. Go for yeah. it. Knock yourself. <laughs> right. yeah. But if it's just about, you know, having more money, I mean, yeah. how many houses can you have? You know, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you can yeah. only live in one at one, uh, one at a time, you know. So yeah. anyway. OK, well, this has been a blast. So um, before we wrap up, let's talk a little bit more about everything going on and how. People can get in touch with Drexwell Seymour, my buddy Drex in Turks yes. and Caicos, who yes. I'm going to visit someday, I hope. For sure. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully this year. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. 
I wonder if there's, is there any mili- military bases anywhere in the Caribbean? Because I can fly for free on military flights. In, we used to have um, um, Coast Guard base, Navy base here, but that, that was it got closed. many years ago. They, yeah. It was closed. Yeah. Bummer. Anyway, yeah. maybe I can get close and then island hop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. Anyway, so you are at directwellseymour.com. So talk a little bit about how people can best get in touch with you, how they can find the book, all the stuff. Sure. So I have I have a YouTube channel. Excellent. Well, okay, where, we'll link to that in the like show to notes my, too. I like to have you on my YouTube as well. Oh, you can um, have me on guest. your YouTube. Yeah, yes. that'd be great. Yes. Um, so, you know, just Drexel Seema, YouTube. You'll okay. type in my name. You'll, right. you'll see my YouTube. Um, I'm also on Facebook. Excellent. Um, I'm on LinkedIn. And my website is www.drexelsteema.com. That's where I write all my I write articles. What I do, I write two articles a week. Okay. Um, I write a community article and I write an inspirational article. That's that's on my um, on my website. And of course, my book, "Rise Up and Take Your Position." I love that. Uh, that good. book is on is on Amazon. Excellent. So we'll link to all of those awesome things uh, in the show notes. And Drexwell, Drex, this has yes. been a blast. <laughs> oh yeah, I enjoyed it. I really I really enjoyed it. Yes, I think we're feels on the, like I know you. <laughs> we're on the same wavelength. Yes. 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 So yes. blessings to you. Thank you for uh for sharing your story and uh uh have a great day. Yeah, you have a good weekend. All right, thank you, sir. I appreciate the opportunity. Yep, bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. Thanks for taking the time to ride along with us on another episode of Vroom Vroom Veer. For podcast info and show notes, be sure to head over to vvveer.com. That's triple V double E-R.com. Man, that's fun to say. And we'll catch up with you next time here on Vroom Vroom Veer. Vroom Vroom Veer.